ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Elmore deep, left side three, it's good! From 30 feet, John Elmore! The Drive with Paul Swan. Welcome in, it is the Friday, January 4th edition. Your Drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for joining me for this edition. You know, we might have to change the show open. John Elmore, not the guy with the last second shot. No. It was Jared West yesterday from the corner. 1.9 seconds remaining. He saves the day. Thundering Herd beats Old Dominion in their house, snapping an eight-game winning streak as well. And they win 70-67. to We're going to hear a little bit later on from Dan D'Antoni, get his thoughts on the game after last night's victory. Also, uh, Jared West and one guy that's getting a, a lot of love. I saw some social media love for him, Tavion Kinsey. He's getting a lot of love as well. So we're going to hear from those guys. And later on, uh, Tony Kemper, I talked to him last night. Marshall's women get the victory over Old Dominion as well as it's a home and road switch. It's a mere schedule, really. Marshall will play on the road against Old Dominion. That means Marshall will host Old Dominion, whatever team is home. So the women are home. They're going to take on Charlotte Saturday. Marshall's men on the road to Charlotte. But we'll get to that in a minute. But first of all, let's talk about this game. Last night, I think we saw herd basketball, at least glimpses of it. It it reminded me a little bit of what herd basketball used to look like, right? Herd basketball looked pretty good. I thought so. Marshall in that game shot 29 of 55. That's pretty good, right? 29 of 55. That is over 50%. So 52.7%, the Thundering Herd were making more shots. 9 of 25 from the three-point line. That is good enough for 36%. Of course, 2 of 8 in that second half. They were 7 of 17 in the first half. doesn't matter if they were 2 of 8 or 2 of 9. It just matters that one of those two came from Jared West. And let's talk about Jared West's line. I mean, Elmore gets the buckets, right? And he becomes all by himself the second most prolific assist man in herd history. But I think we overshadow that a little bit because, well, he's still shooting for the top spot. And you look at Jared West, 12 points, 4-5 shooting, all were from the three-point line. He didn't get sent to the line. And really, the herd did not see the free-throw line much. They were 3-4 of four from the free-throw line. Also, Jared West in that game, if you look at his stat line, I liked it across the board. Four total rebounds, all from the defensive side. He was playing with two fouls, two turnovers, 35 minutes of action for him. It was a solid performance from him. Of course, that last-second heroic shot to help solidify the game for the Thundering Herd. Uh, We're going to be talking about that for a long time. But John Elmore had a good game, 20 points. He did not shoot many from the free-throw line. only hit two. He only got two, and he hit them both. So he got to the line and shot two. Three-pointers, he was 0-4 there, but he was 9-21 of overall. He got 20 points, so I think that was a pretty good stat line. But more importantly, you know what he was doing out there? He was making plays. The Thundering Herd had 18 assists in that game last night, and he got 10 of them. He was making plays. He was getting his baskets, and he was making plays. Tavion Kenzie, he had a good game, 13 points, 5 of 6 shooting. He was 2 of 3 from the three-point line. One of two from the free throw line. He had seven total boards, five defensive, two offensive. He was playing with two fouls. He also had three assists. 
at three blocks. That's important. He had a steal, 35 minutes of play. He got some love from social media yesterday. Some of the national pundits were pointing out, hey, look at this kid. Keep an eye out for him. So Tavion Kinsey, I thought, had a great game. Jansen Williams, I liked his game as well. Ten points in that game yesterday. Four of eight shooting, two of six from the three-point line. And Byers had seven coming off the bench. Now, the one guy who did not get his normal 10 or above was C.J. Burks, and that's breaking the streak now. He was the only guy that had 10 or more points in every contest. Now he's not. But six points, three of nine shooting. He did have some looks. 0 of 5 from the three-point line. He had four rebounds, all defensive, playing with one foul. Had a couple of assists. He had a turnover as well. He played 30 minutes. I'll take that, though. He's going to get his six points tonight. But you see, there's balance on this score sheet. That's the thing that sticks out to me. There's balance. You look at ODU's score sheet, they score 67. 27 of them come from B.J. Stith. Ahmed Caver comes in with 12, and then it drops off tremendously. Just looking at that stat line. Thundering Herd did work yesterday as well. We talked about this. This is a stat that I like to pull up. Marshall usually wins the contest if they outscore the opponent in the paint. Well, by one, they got the victory in that category, 36-35. to So Marshall wins the battle there. Off turnovers, Marshall gets 13 points. ODU gets 11. Second chance points belong to ODU, 15-9. Fast break points belong to Marshall, 6-3. And then the bench, it's a 14-9 victory for ODU. But at the same time, you didn't see much of the bench. These guys came in in relief, but you saw Rondell Watson for 17 minutes. You saw Darius George for five minutes. Uh, Byers came in for 12. So those guys didn't see much action because they were coming in, giving the starting five relief, and then those guys were going right back in. I thought it was a good balance, good mix. Everybody contributed. This was a Marshall basketball game. What we have come to see from Dan D'Antoni over the last few years, I thought we saw a little bit more of that in this game yesterday. Marshall got down early, made a run, and then it was back and forth. It was fun. Thundering Herd outscored ODU 36-32 in that first half. They lose the battle by one in the second half, 35-34. doesn't matter, though, because Marshall scores more points in the overall contest, gets the victory. Thundering Herd's 1-0 in conference play. Thundering Herd, 1-0 in conference play. I'm sure a lot of you weren't thinking you were going to be able to say that Come this morning. Don't lie. You know, you know, you were off that bandwagon. Dan D'Antoni's been talking about you. I've been listening. The good news here is uh, Charlotte is beatable. Marshall, after the weekend, could be 2 0 in Conference USA. That's a good start. And again, that's important because even if you win the regular season, you still got to go through the tournament, but you've got to get yourself in that first five if you want to play in the upper level of the Conference USA tournament seeding-wise. If you finish sixth, you're going to be in that second quadrant. You're going to have to play the middle-level teams. And your only hope of getting a good draw is being one through five in the Conference USA tournament because once you finish at a certain point, either one, two, three, or four, or five, you're locked in that zone. That's where you want to be. Old Dominion dropping to 10-4, and four, Marshall improving to 8-6. and six. When we come back, we're going to hear from Dan D'Antoni, get his thoughts on the victory also. We'll hear from Jared West, his uh, excitement hitting that shot. Tavion Kinsey, we'll hear from him a little bit later on. Uh, I'll run back last night's interview I had with uh, Tony Kemper. He uh, called the program yesterday, the postgame. We've got a deal. Tony 
gets to come on the postgame show if the Thundering Herd wins. And I, I told him I want to hear from him every game. So I want Marshall to win every single game he's coaching, get to the conference tournament. We'll do it there as well. But that's my deal with Tony. You know, when the Thundering Herd wins, he comes on the postgame show. If it's a uh, mere schedule, hopefully I'm talking to him on Saturday, but you'll hear what we had to say to each other coming up a little bit later on the program. And, of course, your phone calls. Those are coming up as well here on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Don't worry. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Friday edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Don't forget, if you ever miss any part of the program, all you have to do is subscribe to the podcast. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher Radio. We are on, of course, TuneIn. You can find us there. We are all over the place. Wherever you get your podcast is where you can find the program. And now uh, I can tell you today we've updated our streaming apps. Uh, The audio quality is going to be a lot better. You can go to our website. Our new streaming player is there. You can bookmark that. It works on your phone. It works on your tablet. It works on your computer. All you have to do is start at wrvc.com. So Thundering Herd gets the victory last night against Old Dominion. And the hero of the game, Jared West. I love talking to this kid when I get a chance to. He's so full of energy, loves the game of basketball. Uh, He's smart. You always uh, get a, a great interview with him. He really has a, a great command of what's going on on the floor. And you you look at his scoring and you think, well, he's not putting that many points up. Well, he's doing a lot of other things to help win the ball game. So I think he's an important part of the roster. And last night he gets the winning shot. So he's the hero of the game. Here's uh, Jared West talking to the media after the victory. What are you going through right now in this tough victory? Man, this is what Conference USA basketball is about. That's the difference between non-conference and conference play. That was a dogfight. Old Dominion's a very good team, man. They're a very good team, and they're going to be tough to beat down the stretch. And, uh, you know, we fought, though. We're on the road. You know, we fought some adversity. Stith was on fire. But we just kept fighting, man. We kept fighting. They were bigger than us. We, we were on the Glasgow. We played great defense. And John made a great pass over here. And, I mean, I just knocked it down with confidence, though. So. I mean, I couldn't tell you how many lead changes there were, but, man, this is about as back and forth as oh, it gets. Oh, man, that was great, man. Atmosphere was awesome. Great game the whole game. I mean, I don't know what the largest lead of the game even was, honestly. I think I want to say it was like six or eight, but it was just a great game, man. Like, they're a good team, and we, we, we came out with a big win on the road to start the conference season. Was that drawn up to go to you there at the end? No. <laughs> no, the play was for uh, Tavion to get a lob, but my man bit down, and John read it. He slung that thing over here. And I just knocked it down, so. Talk about these other two, Tavion and Elmore tonight, obviously. The three of you lead the way, and about uh, everybody, really. This is, doesn't happen. Tavion, uh, Tavion came in starting lineup and played really well today, man. I mean, we played well. Our, our, our pace as a team, up and down, was very well. And I think that's why John and Tavion were so effective in the ball screen. John was able to get going a little bit. Tavion on the rolls with the lobs. And I think uh, our pace is what affected the entire offense, and I think that's why we were so effective. Jared West, after the game now, you mentioned Tavion Kenzie. Oh, by the way, before uh, we go any further, largest lead in that game for Old Dominion was seven. The largest lead in that game for Marshall was six, and it came down to the wire. Good basketball game. It was a fun one. I'm sure a lot of people took notice and watched that one. Maybe more so for Old Dominion. Thundering Herd, though, got an opportunity to reassert itself and remind people that Conference USA until otherwise notified, 
goes through the thundering herd, road, home, or neutral location. And that was the great attitude. That was a great victory once again for Marshall. Now, Tavion Kinsey, I saw he got some love on social media just because of his performance, some of the things he was able to do. And he was asked about just getting into the starting lineup last night, going in, playing for the thundering herd, playing that full time, and just overall gave a, a pretty good account of himself after the game. From the beginning of the, the, the second half there, you get the lob until the end of the game. I mean, uh, you were the biggest part of uh, as anybody in this one. You know, what, what's going through your head? What's the emotion in this? Um, uh, It's a great win, especially on the road after what we've been going through lately. Just I feel like the team has, like, came together. They all came, We all came and worked hard. We worked our tail off from start to finish. So I just felt like that was a great team effort. Could you ask for a better rebound after what happened in Charlottesville? Oh, my goodness. I couldn't ask for a better rebound. But, I mean, that right there, it was just – it came off the room. We, we didn't communicate. I didn't want to blame just him for it because we all could have went in there and got that rebound. That was a team mistake right there. So – I just feel like we're going to work on boxing out at the free throw line. Next time we'll get that, we won't have to come down to that. No what more. worked specifically tonight? Um, I feel like we uh, screened and rolled. They put me at the four, and I uh, used my agility just to run, screen, and roll out. That was my job for tonight. And any role he puts me at, I'm going to do my best at any time. But I just – everybody was hitting shots tonight. The ball wasn't sticking as much, and we were moving the ball, and that's, that's how we play martial basketball. You get the nod for the starting lineup. Was there any added pressure from the get-go? Uh, no pressure. I'm, I'm nervous before every game, no matter if I'm coming off the bench, no matter if it's two minutes. I've been nervous since I was a, a little boy playing basketball. So it's just like it's good nerves. It's always good nerves. But it was a little bit more pressure knowing I was having to start. But the team really believed in me. And players just kept talking to me like, just be ready. You'll be ready. And I came out there, and I think I did pretty good. I wasn't nervous. I knew it was a good move for Dan D'Antoni to put him in the starting lineup. Uh, I really liked the lineup and the chemistry last night. Now, after the game, Dan was a lot happier. We've heard Dan talk about trying to find guys that want to go out, play, find that fire. We've heard it all. We've heard the Idine Peneva, part of the reason why this team not finding success. I've got it all. I like this Dan D'Antoni. He's always in a good mood, even when he's mad. But I like this version of Dan D'Antoni. Here he is talking to the media after the game, starting off with that shot. Well, it's, it's thrown up for the uh, uh, play with the pick and roll. After that, the ball goes where it's open. John made found him and he got it. I mean, that's, we do that all the time during the regular. But you start it with a pick and roll, then John makes decisions. Jared made a tough catch and then lifted and stuck it in. So that was good. He'll build the ball a little bit better tonight than it has been. You talk about the flow of every game. I mean, did this feel like it, there was a little bit more flow? When to we it? started out, I thought real good. We were moving the ball, we were cracking through. We took two or three bad shots that we're going to look at and say, hey, fellas, we had a six point lead. We take a real quick three that's deep. Don't have to do that. So once we get that feel down, and then we still keep moving the ball. In the second half, we got a little stale. Brought them over. Tried to go. Quit trying to orchestrate the game. Just get it moving. Get the ball moving fast. I thought we played the last four minutes. The ball moving a little bit. We ended up pulling. You stick in the starting lineup. Was that a bit of a fresh air? You know, a bit of fresh air. Well, he gives the... us a, a small penalty because he can handle the ball. When he gets to the rim, his height, I mean length, he can jump, he can catch things at the rim, and he's quick. So by him being in there and going toward the lane, it opens everything up quicker, makes it easier for John and CJ. So uh, it looks good. I hope he'll continue to uh, get better. And uh, as he does, we'll get better. Is this 
you know, a boost of confidence for what happened in Charlottesville at least? Well, this game's over, so, you know, whatever it is, we, we got to stay confident. I don't care what happens. So we're going to Charlotte. We can't sleep. They're going to be waiting on us. We're a marked team. They want – we got the trophy. Everybody coming for it. So uh, we just got to make sure we're ready for Charlotte not to sleep on it. You talked about every non-conference game being a test. Did you feel like this, they stepped up to the challenge here in conference Well, game? obviously. I mean, we played the hardest schedule since I've been there. We, we were away. We've been away for, about four or five games. Uh, we played tough teams. You know, our record, you know, could be a little bit better if that Toledo win would have happened. And we were eight and five. This would be nine and five. And that'd be pretty good. So, you know, we're we're pretty good. We can be a good ball club. We just got to keep our feet on the ground, play as a we, not a me, and we're a good shot. That's Dan D'Antoni talking about the game. I'm not going to call Tavion Kinsey small Penova. I'm not doing it. I might reference it now and then, but I'm not calling him small Penova. It was good. It was a good victory, and uh, the Thundering Herd gets the victory. We're going to come back, and we're going to hear from the other side of Marshall Athletics. Marshall University's women's basketball team faced off against Old Dominion last night at home at the Cam Henderson Center. We're going to hear an interview I had last night during our post game with Tony Kemper. That's when we continue with this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Friday, January 4th edition on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Last night was a good night for the Thundering Herd. Not only did the men win, the women get the victory over Old Dominion 57-48. And you're going to hear from Tony Kemper in just a minute. Marshall beat a team that was pretty solid coming into the Henderson Center. They were on the positive side of the win chart. They had won a lot of games. They won nine games. And they start out now 0-1. Marshall, on the other hand, gets to start out 1-0. It's a good feeling. Marshall in that game, they shot pretty good, actually. 19-55, that's good enough for 34.5%. 7-24 from the three-point line, that's good enough for almost 30% at 292 Free throws, they were really strong at 12 and 17 for the game. That's good enough for over 70%. They win a lot of the hustle stats, the ones that really make the difference. Marshall had a good effort against Old Dominion. And here's what Tony Kemper had to say last night when I caught up with him during our postgame show. For us to take care of business at home to start conference play, um, you know, that was a very, very big win, one that I knew we were capable of, um, you know, and yet we really haven't put together a consistent 40-minute effort against the team, the caliber of Old Dominion until today. So that was good from a coaching perspective to, to see us kind of buckle down and, and find a way to win it. Getting pretty happy with the balance you got tonight. Uh, Taylor Porter had 11, Shana Gore had 14, uh, Khadija Brooks had 12, and you go down the list. Uh, Kristen Mayo had seven. Uh, Taylor Pearson, you, you would like a little bit more from her, but she had three points, one on five shooting, but still. Oh, all in all, you had a really nice mix tonight. It seems everyone was involved. We we did. I think there was a uh, you know we needed everybody. I thought our bench was very engaged. Um, you know, there was a lot of people that played um, and kind of looked you know weird little spurts and stuff. And we all came together to find a way to, to hold off Old Dominion. But um, you know, and I think I've told you this before. I think us at our best on office is a balanced team. You know, and and. Uh, I thought, uh, you know, Shayna is a great scorer. I thought she played very well within herself. Um, you know, I asked her to force some balls in the fourth quarter. That's kind of what typically happens. You know, she's got to shoot some tough shots for us. But 
really competed defensively. Um, she made some big ones for us, and uh, you know, it was, a, it was a great team win. Great team win. You pretty much win almost all the hustle stats tonight. Uh, Sixteen points in the paint. You had twenty-five points off turnovers. That was huge for you. Ten points off second chance. Yeah, you had six fast break points. Uh, you got ten off the bench, but for the most part, you look at the hustle stats and, and Marshall. You either were right there or you won the stat. Yeah, we you know we were really tuned in and we were we were pretty we were pretty gritty. You know, we we got after loose balls. Uh, we we did a nice job schematically. That they're a fast team, very athletic. They're very good at getting the ball to the rim. And uh, you know, we did a nice job of trying to make them do something different. And uh, you know, our, our team really bought in on what the what they needed to do to get it done. And um, you know, it certainly took forty minutes. And there was uh, there was a lot of good in there for us. So now you get maybe what fifteen twenty minutes to enjoy this before you're uh, you're getting ready for your your next one. I'm watching Western Kentucky and Charlotte sit in my office with Coach Malinkovich right now. So we are uh, we have moved on, and that's the way it is in this league. You know, uh, you really go on to the next one before you have a chance to even go back and reflect on um, you know everything that just happened. You got to have a quick you got to have a quick uh, turnaround, win or loss. You know, and it certainly makes it easier when you win. But uh, we got to we'll enjoy that one for the rest of tonight. And then you know for our for our young women, it's right back to the drawing board for a really good Charlotte team. So, are you back to zero and zero? Is that the mentality? You enjoy this one just for maybe a few more minutes and go back to zero and zero, or do you just point out to them that hey, here's what happens when you do what we tell you you're capable of doing and believe in us? Yeah, I mean, there's a little bit of the message is the same in both, you know. But I will say this: we're one and zero in conference play, and that was big for us. You know that we uh, we put on a, a board of, of team goals: win the conference opener and uh you know to come to i wanted to make sure that we made it really tough on old dominion you know if they were going to beat us they were going to earn it and i thought that uh that's exactly what our team did i thought they really put pressure on them to make plays on the road uh, you know we held them to 48 points you know and and uh, they had 13 at half so you know our defensive effort was what it needed to be to win a conference usa game and i'm super proud of that and we're one and zero, and yet at the same time we're gonna we're gonna board to try to figure out a way to beat a good Charlotte team. Tony Kemper joining us, Marshall University women's basketball coach. The Thundering Herd victorious tonight over Old Dominion on the women's side, fifty-seven forty-eight. You get to say you're one and zero. Start off. Uh, how important is that just to get that first win in Conference USA? Not only is it your first conference game, it's your first win. Yeah, I think I think it's very very important especially for our group you know i think we should be a more confident team we should be a more mature team we should have a better understanding after tonight of what we are capable of being and the consistency that we're capable of playing with and um you know that part's really exciting and to uh you know old dominion was nine and three they were 31 rpi going into this game tonight and uh that was not that wasn't built on you know cream puff schedule. They they have played some good teams. Uh, they beat Tulane at Tulane in women's basketball. That's a fantastic win. You know they have a lot of good wins. And uh, you know for us to, to find a way and, and really uh, basically play exactly how I wanted them to play and then put together a consistent effort for 40 minutes. That's what we did. And uh, you know hopefully we learned <clears throat> what we're supposed to be a little bit. Tony Kemper's our guest, Marshall University women's basketball coach. The ladies with the victory tonight over Old Dominion, 57-48. Okay, you know what happens next. You're coming back on Saturday, so that means you win. I mean, that's the deal. Right on, buddy. See, that 
the deal. He knows. He understands. You got to come back on the show because I've asked you to. And how do you do that? You win. So he's got that to look forward to on Saturday. You do as well. The Thundering Herd taking on Charlotte. That's coming up 4 o'clock tip tomorrow. We'll have it for you late afternoon right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Thundering Herd coming to you from Charlotte, North Carolina, Halton Arena. Marshall wins. They go 2-0 in conference play. I'm sure some of you maybe thought that was going to be a little bit more difficult than expected earlier on. Marshall's kind of proven people wrong so far. It's one game, but I like the Thundering Herd's odds right now. John Elmore in that game, shooting now for the top spot in assists because he passed Mike D'Antoni. Also, he passed Aaron Johnson of UAB for second most assists in program and in Conference USA history. He's shooting now for Greg White. That's going to be fun. That is going to be fun if he can get to that record. I don't know. He's got a lot of work to do, but that is a possibility. And again, uh, Marshall goes into the half with a lead. We talked about that yesterday. Marshall went into the lead with a half. They went into the half with a lead. And guess what? When they go into the half with the lead, they win 7-0. And now you know. Scoring more points does help. If you have more points at half, it might help you win the game. Just something you might want to keep in mind there. Marshall's actually forced more turnovers now. They have really been aggressive. They've been good. They have forced more turnovers than their opponents in 12 of 14 games this season. And um, they only turned it over seven times at Old Dominion. That's, that's saying something. That is a pretty impressive stat. We'll preview this game tomorrow during our pregame coverage. Four o'clock is going to be tip time. So that means 2.30 afternoon airtime. We'll have it for you right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. More on the way. It's The Drive, your Friday edition here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. It's the Friday edition, The Drive, wrapping up your weekend. Well, at least kickoff to the weekend. We've got basketball on Saturday. Marshall taking on Charlotte. Airtime is set for 2.30. It's going to be right here on ESPN 94.1 FM. And AM 930. Don't forget, after the game, we're going to be right back here to recap everything that happened in the game on Saturday. And you can listen to that live on our website, wrvc.com. Also, you can download our app. The link to download the app is available at the website. We've made it easy for you for your Android or your iPhone device. All you have to do is go to wrvc.com. Now, Marshall, they should be the favorite in this game against Charlotte. Charlotte hasn't been good of yet, but you look at them. One guy I'm going to keep an eye out for, John Davis. This guy scores 20 points plus a contest. He's third best in the conference, and he has 46 assists. He won the league's opening player of the week award on November 12th after hitting the game-winning shot against Oklahoma State. The Charlotte team, they beat Oklahoma State, and you look at their record, they've had some injury, 3-9. Marshall has been pretty successful against Charlotte, 10-6. You know, they had a, a tighter record with Old Dominion battling them, and Marshall's got the advantage here, 10-6 in this one. But there's some things that Charlotte does pretty well. They are averaging 57 points a game. They give up 68. That's all in favor of the herd there. Uh, they have been out-rebounded by just under three boards per game. 
three and three at home, but I found the pearl. I found the one thing that they do really well. They have got a Conference USA best 76.8 free throw percentage. So don't foul them. Don't foul Charlotte, and you should be able to come out of that game with the victory, right? That's all you have to do. Don't, they're not going to score that much. They're going to let you score a lot. Just don't foul them, and you're going to be good. I think that's a sound strategy. I'm looking forward to this one tomorrow. And then the Thundering Herd will come back home next week. Finally getting some home gear. It's been over a month. It will be over a month when the Thundering Herd gets back home to the Cam Henderson Center. You're actually going to be excited to see him again because you haven't seen him in forever. If Marshall beats Charlotte on Saturday and Marshall comes in to the Henderson Center 2-0 in conference, uh, there'll be a good crowd there because it will be the only thing going on. It'll be a good Good crowd. We'll find out if Thundering Herd can go maybe 3-0. Let's get to 2-0 first. We'll talk about it tomorrow. 2.30 is going to be our airtime. We'll be back here to break it all down once again. And we'll take a look at what's happening in cross college basketball and also preview Marshall's women's matchup. That's all coming up tomorrow. Don't forget, if you miss any part of the program, you can go to the podcast and download it. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, we're on TuneIn, we're on Spotify. All you have to do is uh, subscribe to the program that way, or you can go to the website and you can listen to it there. That's going to do it for this edition. It's been The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Good night, everyone.